kick out the bitches and crank up the jams. This is GeekCast Live. Welcome Mother to episode 404 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host, TCR. With me as always. Zucks Geppetto. And Cartoon Joe. I was actually wondering earlier, um, we all know what a cuckold is, right? Yeah. Right. Next what is a show and, and, and it's magic owl. porn. What is a zuckhold? <laughs> a uh, I think you know. It it it, it rhymes with Boo Man Pentipede. Mm. Well, From Nick, Nick, mouth action. Nick, who has decided that uh, <laughs> we're suddenly not on board with getting a cease and desist letter, decided mm-hmm. not to say human centipede, and <laughs> I, I, I. <laughs> I'm a little wounded by your you know sudden what? your sudden uh, not wanting to have a cease and desist letter. Yeah, I've you, I've got. We get one of those. We frame it. God damn right, goes, and then and then right we both, in my office, and then we both cease and desist. Right, uh-huh. like I'll but follow, never at the same time. No, never God, together. No. no, it's like being Fuck hunky that. dory. Uh huh. I've never been both hunky and dory at the same time. I have been separately hunky and dory. Oh yeah. You, like, you've, speaking you've of been, which, uh, we still yeah. got a link to Don's husky, plum. attractive, and a goldfish. So every once in a while, Joe, to answer your question, wait, no, Dory I, was a bluefin. She was a crappie. I have a hankering to watch Don's plum, and mm. uh, yes, I can get you Don's plum. I can get you a link whenever you want to link. Outstanding. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to say because that out loud. The archive. Uh, yeah, yeah also I'll that. get a cease and desist if I post it on YouTube. You'll probably get a cease and desist from Leonardo DiCaprio real quick. Leo, which, which I don't Absolutely know why we haven't tried framed. to get one. I, I, I hope I get a cease and desist from Pussy Posse LLC. Yes. How does one do that? You, didn't, you don't know that that's what they called themselves? I had the forgotten, Leo but I remembered it as soon as Leo you said it. and Toby Maguire and all those guys. They oh, call themselves yeah. the Pussy Posse. And if Pussy. I can get a cease and desist from Pussy Posse LLC, I'm guessing they're a limited liability corporation. Yeah, yeah. They're more of an S corp, but neither here nor there. What would they? It, what would they produce? What What does Pussy Posse make? Uh, they're a haberdasher. I was going to oh, say I, I don't think candles. It has nothing to do with sex at all. No. Oh. They make like uh, good socks. They, they make they make hat wear for uh, distinguished seniors. Mm. <laughs> they make those little jewels that you can bedazzle with. Like valedictorians? Correct. Mm. Yeah, I think that's precisely. What but- and, and cock rings. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they they manufacture cock rings. Get your hats rings. and cock rings. <laughs> Real Global big in the thirties in Chicago. Party tricks. <laughs> cock rings. Novelties. Novelties. Party tricks. <laughs> that changes. That changes the scene quite a bit. Y- yes, especially with that fucking cutting, room, cutting room floor. Speaking of uh, Val Kilmer, congratulations on Top Gun Maverick, my friend. Mm. Didn't they use a robot to make his voice? Does he have a stoma? I'll go with that. I think so. I think there was. I think he did. Get oh no, he can't. He can't sort of speak. Like, yeah, You're like, right. he did get he did get like legitimately sick. Like some kind of like throat and, cancer or something. No, he's yeah. got some sort of throat cancer. He uh, yeah, he literally can't speak. You're right. So they, well, they had to like dead. So I actually yes, gotta I gotta take tough. this I gotta take the stoma Is joke out. I, uh, I I'm sorry about that, Val, my friend. Mm. I know yeah, Val Kilmer very well. So yeah, right. I invite him on the show, but you yeah, know we he, discovered it. Yeah. yeah, he just doesn't have the time. Anyway, big have sh- any, have huge, we have a huge show it? tonight. Yeah. No, what, Top Gun Maver- I have not seen it yet. No, me I'm, either. All right, fine. Uh, I heard it. I think I've seen like half of the first Top Gun. So. Uh, 
a Carl Huddleston from Movie Podcast Weekly, mm-hmm. who is pretty fair. I, Nick, I think you would say that as a movie critic, I'm awful because I would I just give everything a nine. Um, which you is, are a glass half full guy. I just no, like movies. Listen, it's totally fair. I just like movies. Um, Carl is very harsh. Uh, I think he's probably the harshest he's a pansy. He's the harshest <laughs> critic on. Um, it's weird because he's the harshest critic on MPW. But one year, the year well, that trans- fair, well, the year that the year that Transformers came out, he named it his number one movie of the year. It was his Bimodi. Fascinating. Which, but he he gave I Top Gun he Maverick. Harsh. He got Top Gun Maverick. He, he, a a t- he, he gave it a ten out of ten. His uh, his his. Uh, Twitter review is a perfect summer movie and very worthy sequel. The flight scenes are heart pounding and the nostalgia is dripping straight up. You're an idiot. (laughs) if You don't see this on the biggest screen you can. I'll be seeing it again on IMAX. So that's what Carl says about Top Gun. How I like my nostalgia is dripping. Well, Mm -hmm. and that's always said that. And it is probably an amazing movie for IMAX. Oh, I believe that just from the trailers. Yeah. Yeah. You're <laughs> look, I don't IMAX made Tomorrowland incredible. Well. So <laughs> No, it's <that's>, Joe. No. <laughs> Joe, did you hear the story about when Rob and I went and saw Multiverse of Madness? No. <laughs> so I get a big I get like 13 IMAX tickets back row. I buy them early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rob and his wife and his brother and me and my son. And uh, a buddy of mine and his stepson and uh, Chris Benner, who works for us, and Jake Tarter, who works for us. And we're going to go see this movie. And first, we're going to go get Mexican food up the road. Right. So we go to we go to Maya Riviera and uh, me and Mac and my buddy and his stepson are the last ones there. And everybody's already got a drink. And for the first time ever, I saw an adult order the steak with tossed salad and sweet potato fries at a Mexican restaurant. (laughs) And this was Jake Tarter. This was Jake Tarter, who at the time he ordered it was two giant margaritas into his evening. Oh, yeah. Two giant margaritas. Probably the right choice for two giant margaritas. So over the course of dinner, he has five giant margaritas. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's two too many. Was he trying to do a Joe and sleep through the movie? We're at the theater maybe 10 minutes early, and he is reckless. He sits down. He's a good guy. He just made a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) He sits down in his seat, falls asleep. He wakes up. He wakes up after the second post-credit scene. (laughs) He had never been to an IMAX movie in his life. Still hasn't. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking guy. Uh, yeah, you can't really prime yourself with 108 ounces of margarita. 108? They're the fucking, SF. they're 32 ounce margaritas. He had five. <laughs> 160 ounces I will, of margarita. I, I don't want to ruin your story, so I won't let physics taint the tale. That's only a the little man bit had more a lot than of margos. It's only, yeah. it's, a, it's a gallon. Did you say it's a little bit more than Magellan? Yep. yep. Just, just yep. a little bit. Yeah, he drank his way around yep. the world. Yeah, and then he died. Mapped well, Africa. Yeah. Oh, Magellan. But it was actually Australia because he was 187 liters of whatever he was going to get into it. I have this new party idea. That would be too much oh. to drink. I said liters when I meant ounces. You said liters, and I was like, that's a lot of booze. I was just going to let it lie. That's an incredible I don't want to let physics get in the way of your story. They don't make them like that. Like, he only drank five quarts, but we're going to make yeah, it. Yeah, he, he, he drank his body weight in margarita. <laughs> I. I, I think sound, I, I look. I've met Jark, Jake Tarter. It sounds right. Jark, 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 Jark I've Jark met Tarter. Jark Tater. Mm, he's I one we of the characters that shows Jedi's up in Kenobi. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jark Tater is a bon- bounty hunter that George yeah. Lucas made up. Because no one would stop him. I've, met, no. I've met Jark Tater. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I want to invite you guys all to a little bit more than Magellan party. We have to drink. We have to drink the main alcohol from every continent. Okay. And then. Is that what a Magellan party is? 
and then put together a jigsaw puzzle of Africa. <laughs> Outstanding. What's the uh, when you go to a Magellan plus a little bit party? Is the plus a little bit? Uh, is it a mystery item? Is it never explained? Is it uh, dealer's choice? All three. Uh, how does that work? The yep. host. The host picks a. So never so it's always Malort. <laughs> Yeah. Also, are we talking like? Is it like the like the indigenous alcohol? Like, are we gonna have to eat like uh, not eat? Yes. Drink that that fermented yep. plantain. We're, we're eating some of that uh, goat's, fermented goat's milk, like uh, yeah. Dothraki yeah. stuff. Yes. Yep. And then From, there's that. Uh, what there's is that? that Pakistan. There's that off the coastline. We got we got to eat that stuff that makes our mouth turn red. Hmm. Mm, yeah. 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 Like, um, beetle nuts. Mm. Yep. Yeah. B e t e l. Beetle nut. Yep. Or leaves. Spell Beetle it, it helps, Joe. Well, yeah, I just need, I wanted you to know it wasn't a bug that I was talking about. Uh, Got it. There's only eight, there's only uh, four beetle nuts around anyway, so we could only each have one. My, plus a little bit at the, my Magellan party, uh, naturally <laughs> is going to be Brumbu out of a, uh, a out that. of a cask that I made. Mm. Brumbu, mine. which is spiced rum with vanilla beans in it. Mm. I think mine's just but it a comes in, a, in, a, in an authentic cask. Right, so we we each have to bring a semi non indigenous spirit to the Magellan party. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a sentence that I. You, that's a sentence that needs to be. Mm, I need to figure out something. if I can ferment ayahuasca. Oh my God, Rob. <laughs> We're gonna yeah, have you do. Jesus party. Christ! I'm I'm pretty sure that takes it and makes mm. it like deadly. But I've never I've but I'm also a, not a witch doctor. So I've, I'm gonna make <laughs> I'm gonna make two declarative statements. Yes, I've I've never done ayahuasca. Sure, I would do fermented ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah. Well, just I, those I, are I was free and provided for a Magellan party. It's free. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I'm in. I have. I can't find a recipe. I have a sweat lodge hard on so bad. Are you telling me a shrimp fried this ayahuasca? (laughs) Shrimp fried ayahuasca. I can't Uh, find a good recipe online for like Aboriginal toilet wine. So (laughs) I I don't know. I'm out for Australia currently. Mm. Gotta call Mangu. We've got a, I was gonna say we got a couple of Aussie. Friends. Yeah, we got a guy for this. How do you? How do you? One of them it backs us on Patreon. It's it's the Mama Bear. Um, how do you spell ayahuasca? That's right. Uh, A-Y-A-H-U-A-S-C-A. That can't be correct. It's yeah, it is. Say it one more time. A Y. There's no vowels. H U A. It's all vowels. And a U. S C A. It's actually like fifty. And another A. Huh. It's fine. Oh, I yeah, have no, no red line or anything. I got no red line or nothing. That's just what it was. Son yeah. of a bitch. That's how Look. I would have spelled. I spelled it in my phone like Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Iowaska. Mm-hmm. I admit I don't know what it is. I don't either. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it's the sweat lodge poison. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a derivative from different kinds of uh, plants, barks or roots from these uh, acacia trees and the like. Uh, oh, there are different okay. ways that you can prepare it. But uh, it is uh, it's yeah, that's the thing that like Zach Efron like threw a little like poncho over himself and then sat in a sweat lodge while they were like cooking ayahuasca beneath them. Uh, and you get. Real good and fucked up. And I've never seen high school musicals. Uh, yeah, high, high school musicals, wild man. They yep. they go down to I mean, like that's they go down to Brazil and it's college musical freshman year. I started to Google it to find out. I wanted to get a picture of it. And the first thing that comes up is Ayahuasca Retreat, Wisconsin. What? You know what? All right. Uh, what are we doing right now? If there is an Ayahuasca Retreat in Wisconsin. Golden Light Healing Retreat Center, nestled amongst 200 acres of prairie fields and forest, just 15 miles from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Here's the thing. Stop it. 
I would absolutely just get shit wrecked on like pseudo DMT and water around Wisconsin for days. Guys, I've never wanted to do anything more in my fucking life than a fucking Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin ayahuasca retreat. Are you fucking kidding me? What's nice is they've got only food that is soft on your belly. Do you know how good a fucking bratwurst tastes? Hmm. When, it like, when you're like deep in an ayahuasca yeah yeah when you're in the walk. fucking spirit world <laughs> fucking a is there, is there chicken Guys. is this a chicken okay. prop if we do uh, it can we talk about batteries so you can write it off yeah. <laughs> okay i don't because it's yeah. not yes. fine fine uh, since we're in this rabbit hole for whatever send, a, send me the link Oh, it's uh, done. I did it 30 seconds ago. <laughs> I'll have you guys know, I just learned that in the Quechua language, uh, Aya means uh, spirit, soul, or dead body. And Waska means rope. So it's literally translates to corpse rope. Nice. Or I guess also Liliana of the soul, which I, or Liana, Liana of the soul. I don't know what that that must be that translation means. through something else. It is also referred to as La Purge. <laughs> La Purge? <laughs> Fantastic. It's incredible. Thanks, Terry. Excuse me, what's La Purge? Oh, it's The Purge. <laughs> it's, you know, The Purge. <laughs> well, I'm glad we've got to have this experience together. And I Read look forward to our ayahuasca retreat in Wisconsin. Dudes. Oh, I'm Dude. sorry. Breathe these fumes and rob a bank. <laughs> the I'm booking it for next uh, July. Just so you know. Perfect. No, we should do it in the winter. This oh, is a winter activity. Guys, so the one like that, a, that like sounds a like a great way for February. me to just like die of hypothermia in a field. It sounds like a great Wisconsin. way for me to never come home. Yeah. Where'd Rob so, go? Mm-hmm. So not, I, we're not going to find him in this weather. The link that Nick just sent is the top 10 ayahuasca retreats in the world. And the number one is the ayahuasca retreat in Costa Rica, which I'm looking at it. And I, I'm looking at it. I'm telling you that uh, this is this couldn't be more on a bucket list for me. If, oh, my God, these people are in like green mud and they're like doing like cobra pose over the ocean. They're getting after it. Shut the fuck up. Hell yes. (laughs) This offering includes a private consultation, a safety screening, guidance for retreat preparation and a plant diet, three plant medicine ceremonies with ayahuasca, six nights, chef prepared delicious vegetarian meals, yoga class and meditation, blue clay avatar beach experience, sharing circles. That's not written anywhere. Outdoor pursuits, Tesmacal Sweat Lodge. Hey, uh, you skipped over what, what some of the examples for the outdoor pursuits were. An airport transfer and guidance to the integration post retreat. Uh, while you're on your ayahuasca trip, some of your outdoor pursuits can include hiking, horseback riding, which I can't imagine anything that would be a horse on DMT terrifying than being fucked up on DMT on the back of a horse. And then or come zip home lining and, through the jungle. And then come home and eat like a warm tomato salad. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> like these are this is quinoa with mango. Yeah. <laughs> seven grams. Quinoa with mango. <laughs> they have seven spaces. It's quinoa was with a guy Let's named Mongo. Go. Oh God. Oh. Hey, what hey, were guys, the, so you So how about <laughs> dinosaurs? What were you saying, Joe? Uh, you were going to tell us. Uh, I, I know the one thing is in the too long. Didn't listen. Uh, what was the other thing you were going to tell us that your dad did to save your life? Oh, my week? God. Listen. Oh. Hey, so. Um, it used to happen a lot in baseball. I don't think it happens as much now because they have the full nets up in the immediate foul ball territory. Right. But yeah. a lot of people go to professional baseball games and they sit like right behind the first base dugout or the third base dugout. And like um, if you're not paying attention, if you're not there to watch the baseball game, a foul ball comes screaming at you. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people like 
uh, Albert Almora, who played for the Cubs in 2015, 2016, 2017, and I think 2018. In 2018 or around there, he hit a foul ball that hit a little girl in the head, and oh, um, she's not the same. She's uh, yeah. she's bad. I'm she's really bad. Yeah, that checks out big time. So Jesus, Joe, it's funny. Um, well, these little league fields don't have the same fencing and protections that professional ballparks have. Well, right. Last night, um, there was like a six and a half foot fence that dropped. So there's like the, there's the there's the main backstop behind home plate. That's maybe what do you say, Nick? Twenty feet tall. Um. Yeah, maybe twenty five. 25 yeah, and then that. it drops and then it drops down to these like seven foot fences that run to the dugout uh or normally run you know all the way to the dugout and then drop down again to maybe four feet and they run like, all the way out to the outfield. yeah it was a four maybe well um my wife and kids and parents and my grandpa and my in-laws and family i mean they all sit like right kind of not against the fence but back a ways so to get hit with a foul ball would have to be like a perfectly hit foul ball that just passes over the top of the fence to hit them. Right. It rarely happens. Mm-hmm. We were at a game on uh, Tuesday and um, one of the kids from the other team hit a foul, a lefty hit a foul ball and it went, it was the perfect, it was the perfect scenario. And right before it hit my mom in the face. And I mean, like, square in the face and this is a this is at fucking speed this was a hard these are 14 year old kids hitting 60 70 mile hour pitching um this would have hurt her this would have this could have killed her i think broken nose at the very uh you're looking at like shattered orbital bone broken nose teeth missing yeah um dad who was sitting two seats away in a bag chair came out of his chair and in a Superman fucking smacked the ball straight down into the ground and wow. saved mom. Um, one of the coolest things I've ever seen him do. Um, yeah, it was phenomenal. I mean, like standing ovation. I mean, it was, it was great. And he looked very, he was, it, uh, he'll never admit it scared him. Yeah. It scared the shit out of him. Um, Two batters earlier, Avi was sitting on my mom's lap. Oh man! And and then Natalie took the girls to go to the rest. Natalie took the girls to go to the restroom, and that's when this happened. And uh, yeah, so that was Tuesday. That was yesterday. We had a game tonight at our home field, and it's Natalie and my mom, and dad and grandpa and my in laws and. My wife's uncle Ron sitting there and uh, my daughters are on a blanket in front of him. And one of my players hits a foul ball. A hundred feet in the air. And it's going to it's going to hit AV in the top of the fucking forehead. It's coming straight down. at It's going to it would it would have hit AV right in the head. Yeah. Uh, ex- except that my dad. Dove over both girls and caught the ball like in his fucking chest and landed next to him. <laughs> Incredible. It's, it was, I'm not kidding you. Back to back I, nights. Back to back nights. It was yesterday and today. I coach first base watching a ball go from a pitcher's hand to the bat straight up in the air and then slowly going towards your daughter's head. And you can't do anything about it. I'm 140 feet away, 150 feet away. Yeah, you're like a baseball field away. There's nothing I can do. I cannot save my daughter. But my dad was there and he fucking crushed it for the second night in a row. And it's incredible. And it's a I might investigate if I were you, why why players on your team are headhunting your family. (laughs) I might investigate why I haven't bought my dad a baseball glove so he can just catch it, you know, like somebody that's (laughs) at a ball game. Well, what he, needs, what he needs dramatic is dramatic saves. <laughs> he does. <laughs> but you know, Ryan, you know for a fact if he was wearing the glove and the situation happens, he's throwing right the glove the aside and performing the exact same actions. 100%. Yes. 100%. So, and I just, it's, uh, he, I, 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 
I don't think it would have killed Avi. It would have hurt her really bad. Yeah. It would have. It there's a real good chance. It's it, not gonna tickle. It's really good, only falling at the speed of gravity. There's a real good chance it kills my mom, and he just saved her life in front of everybody, without hesitating. With I mean, no, and with with, I mean. I think, Nick, you can attest to how fast a ball goes from the bat to where it is. Uh, on Actually, one of an aluminum cards. bat. Uh, on, right, an aluminum, an, alu- an aluminum fucking two-piece, 32 drop five. and That's a $400 bat, but yeah, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and he just, dude, he just, it, it, and he didn't take it on the body or nothing. He got it right in his hand. He just smacked it down. It went, he hit it with his hand straight down into the ground. Boom, smack. That was it. Came in. Awesome. House. Yeah. Dude, that's rad <laughs> fuck, as fuck. fuck. It's It was rad as fuck. And uh, his hands kind of bruised. It was a little bit this morning. And then he did that tonight. And it's like, my guy, you're killing it. So, <laughs> no, that's, that's what I was talking about pre-show with, with uh, dad did something that just kind of blew me away tonight. And it's a testament to him. He's there actually watching the game, which is cool. It's cool that he's interested in uh, his grandson's baseball team enough that he's paying attention enough to fucking smack a hard hit foul ball out of the way of my mom's face. Because if he's not paying attention, if he's looking at his phone, if he's fucking there to fucking gossip and talk, my mom gets hit in the face with a fucking ball. And it's uh, today is a lot different than yesterday. Yeah, He'll, he'll never not pay attention again, though. Oh, God, no. You can see him like tonight. I think the reason he got in the way of it tonight is because he was ready for it. It right. Was, well, and then I, did I talk about it a couple of weeks ago? I was at a softball game, not paying, not paying attention because it's fucking eight U softball, and God, if it's not the worst. <laughs> and I was just on my phone, and some fucking eight year old kid did the same thing. She's right handed. She just hit it just right. It came just over the top of the fence, and at the very last second, uh, I heard Natalie say Ryan, and I looked down. I don't know why I just put my head down and it went, if, if I didn't move, it would hit me right in the middle of the forehead. <laughs> but I looked down and it went right over the top of my head. So we've had bad luck this year, but it's just, I don't know. It's been something else. That seems like a it actually sounds like you've had pretty good luck. <laughs> All things considered. That's true. A- AU softball is like the, it's a walk, uh, a walk. steal second, steal third walk. Walk, steal home, walk, walk, strike out. For strike an out, hour and 45 out. minutes. And then you're in the second inning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're 100% uh, correct. Weird byproduct of this, though. You know that it might not be this month. It might not be next month. It might be a year, maybe two years from now. But you're going to start hearing reports, you know, whispers in the wind at the taverns about like a, uh, a, uh, silver goateed um, all wizard flop gentleman who's just prowling the little league parks in town just on the lookout just <laughs> walking the sidelines <laughs> J- just there to knock down an errant fly maybe maybe save a child that's just what he's going to do in his like off summer evenings and then he just when your kids don't have a game he's just there at the ballpark he, just, and he just fades into the like into the ether afterwards <laughs> like shoeless yeah. joe and yeah. feel the dream yes <laughs> or a force ghost <laughs> what's the difference there is no the corporate says shoeless joe between force two pictures. <laughs> you had to say it so i had to write it down yeah <laughs> had to be done uh, so on, on that note, I guess maybe join us next week. We might talk about Stranger Things and uh, the Obi-Wan show. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, let's because there's really nowhere else to go. after no, you. We, when you've got full circle. We got to talk about prehistoric uh, planet. Oh, we do. That's right. We do. Talk let's about put some do, plugs in. Let's to. put plugs in first. Let's put them in here. Okay. Hey, guys, if I told you we had a website called gcl.threadless.com what do you think you'd find there um pacifiers yes sundries dongles yes a, a funny hat a big funny hat like a cowboy hat from like a uh, game show skit yes yeah, all like, of those things yeah you want a giant cowboy hat with our logo on it or possibly a catchy saying go to that site what's it called joe gcl.threadless.com it is go there Get some swag. Hey, Rob.
Yes. You say it. GCL.threadless.com. 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 Okay, we won't get we 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 won't get too uh oh, fuck it. Let's get really deep into pre. <coughs> Has anybody watched it besides Ryan and I? No. Oh, not at all. Cool. So uh but it's Sir I David thought the second episode is where it really starts to to find its way. You're not sure. wrong. Um each episode actually, to be honest, is pretty self-contained and really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh it's uh David Attenborough doing a nature documentary as if we're watching like prairie dogs. Like if mm-hmm. the, as if the footage is real. And they do a really good job with the CGI. Um, I want to let I want to let I'd like to let everyone know it is fake. Wait, what? Yes, these are these aren't. This is not real footage from of real dinosaurs. This is Mm. bullshit. I want my money back. But it is uh, it is really good animation. It's what what platform is it on? Apple Plus. Apple Plus. Apple. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Apple TV. Yeah, or the BBC. In case we tune into that regularly. Uh, if you'd like to watch it like Macklin and I watched it, um, every uh, baby dinosaur is named Earl. And you have to root <laughs> for them because there's a really good chance. And trigger warning, there's a lot of child death. Mm. So um, know that going into it. But mm-hmm. if you could root for Earl, a lot of times Earl survives. Yeah. So that's that's how we watched it. Uh, uh, a whole lot of emphasis <laughs> on flying dinosaurs, which I didn't yeah. expect. Um, yeah, there was like at least like five or six different kinds of pterosaurs, like everything from like little like I think they're Haptagorex or something like that, the little bitty flyers, all the way up to like Joy the Quetzalcoatlus. Uh, Quetzal- I love Quetzal- Yeah, just the Favorite. giant flying fucking school bus. Um. It's crazy. It's awesome. Uh, and also, like, deeply terrifying at times, too. Yeah. These things are all... It's it's better for all of us that these things are all dead. But, man, would it be really cool if we just resurrected them all and made a theme park about them? I mean, it couldn't make anything worse, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, we've already got... I mean, just sequels. Yeah, fair. Uh, fair. I was so there was a lot of variety just in the the dinosaurs that were presented in general, which I thought was really cool. Like I play a lot of dinosaur survival games. I'm a giant ten year old and I'm still fascinated by dinosaurs and could probably list off a hundred of them <laughs> and tell you different facts about them. Um, but it, like the the amount of dinosaurs that they used and they used ones that weren't just like ones that you would see. Uh, in the Jurassic Park movies, uh, they they did go out of their way to find some like genuinely interesting ones to try and like recreate their like paleo. I don't know what the word that I want to use for it afterwards is. Just the life of a dinosaur, basically, and it was particularly fascinating. There's a lot of like uh, um, a lot of cool theropods, uh, like the the big carnivores, um, the two-legged carnivores, like Tyrannosaurus and stuff. You get a little bit of Tyrannosaurus, but it's a lot less than like you'd expect. There are other like Tyrannosaurids in there, but there's not a whole lot of like T-Rex. Um, I was particularly fond of, I think it was in episode four, Ice Worlds. Uh, there is a six-foot-long uh theropod that they have in there which is one of the smallest like two-legged carnivores of that class um and it's a tridontid and the thing that i particularly enjoyed that they did with this is uh so tridontids were primarily dinosaurs that uh existed in like the kenyatta and uh uh north america region as a whole uh and much like today, most of uh, America turns into just a giant fireball during the summers. Uh, more so back then, because weather patterns were more extreme, generally speaking, than they are now. Coming to um, a place near you, though. Yeah, coming soon. Uh, 
And so uh, they did this little bit about this Tridante that would just like walk around the edge of these wildfires and then like look around, find a little stick that was like burning and had embers on it. And it would proceed to pick up this stick and wander around through the woods and it would just start fires so that it could ferret out little things to eat. And that's incredible. Like, it is incredible. I, doubt, I love I that. doubt that's actually what they did, but like you can hope. You can try. I mean, I can imagine. It's easy to imagine. Yeah. I mean, animals, I mean, it's birds love cigarettes. Now. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's fascinating. It was really cool. Uh, there was another uh, episode where they had uh, a bunch of I triceratops. I do want to address yeah, uh, the the image of it hold of like a little chicken <laughs> dinosaur doing a Cruella de Vil cigarette stick is very yeah. funny. And I wanted yeah. to acknowledge that, Rob, before we moved on. <laughs> that was a good. It I really like is. Um, and then one of the uh, the other scenes that I thought was particularly fascinating, they follow some triceratops around for a while. I think it's in like episode five or like the last. Episode. It's uh, forests, which is the last yeah. one, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well, and so also, they- I should probably say that they break the episodes down into like not regions of the world, but like uh, des- deserts, forests, the coasts. It's and they jump from like in in the the coasts of southern America to in the frigid waters of the Russian coast. So, yeah, it's broken down very similarly to like Planet Earth or any other David Attenborough series that you you would Mm -hmm. see. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but they follow these triceratops around and they're talking about how uh, the plants they're eating are actually incredibly toxic, just ridiculously fucking poisonous. You shouldn't be eating these things, even if you're mm-hmm. like a uh, uh, beetle sized, uh, I guess, Volkswagen beetle sized uh, reptile with horns on your head. Uh, but the way that they would uh, go about overcoming like all of the poisons that they were ingesting is that they would go and hunt out these uh, spots of uh, this special composite of clay. You'd line your stomach with clay and that would help you digest these various different kinds of plants that were in your system, or at least like help you not get poisoned by them as you're trying to digest them. But it'd be the dinosaur equivalent of like eating a charcoal pill. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much yep, exactly ex- like that. Exactly. Actually. Yeah. And uh, so they follow these uh, triceratops on their quest to go find this, like, uh, clay lick. And uh, they have to go down into this, like, cavern, down to this, like, deep spot to go and find wherever they normally go and get this clay. And there's this, like, nighttime shot in the caverns of these like triceratops and pitch black trying to uh like fumble fuck their way through this cave to get to um to get to this clay lick and it's just one of the coolest shots i think ever like i've seen you know some of these kinds of shots with newer cameras and like modern contemporary like nature documentaries and stuff but Seeing it applied in this situation was just really cool and super fascinating. But I'll I'll get off uh, my thoughts on this for a little bit. I think Nick and Rye, you guys had more thoughts on this. I'm sure, Joe, you could weigh in as well. I just thought it was cool. I so growing up, I was a dinosaur fucking nut to the extent that I thought there was like five dinosaurs, right? <laughs> a triceratops, a triceratops, a brontosaurus, a stegosaurus, a tyrannosaurus rex, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Ankylosaurus probably were the only dinosaurs I knew existed, but I love dinosaurs, right? And then sure. you go from that to Jurassic Park coming out, and you're like, oh, Velociraptors, those are cool. And then you watch this, and a Velociraptor's like a fucking hit like chicken, a, right? Like a danger turkey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they show um, up like two or three times, and every time they, they show they up, it's play, just like, oh, you're yeah, a little vicious bastard. Yeah, they're they're like, I'd like fucks off at one at one point and, and it's like yeah. I'm a lost raptor and then it's like half it like runs away like a fucking dick and uh yeah <laughs> and then you then you start seeing like like I would call it a brontosaurus right but it's not a brontosaurus it's something else but they go oh, to this titanosaurus like, they go to like like brontosaurus burning man right 
And and they like they do this thing where like one of them's gonna leave as like King Dick so we can fuck all the female Brontosauri. And he does this by like inflating neck sacks, which what they had neck sacks. It's kind of it's just really cool. Yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, I think that uh, specific dinosaur was a titanosaur called Dreadnoughtus. Dreadnoughtus, which is an incredible uh, fucking name for literally anything. That is so uh, it metal was for a dinosaur the, that only ate plants. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the larger uh, titanosaurids, one of the bigger. Yeah, like, it was. It was long uh, neck. It was big, very big long from like nose to tail. Like mm-hmm. it was like the biggest from nose to tail, but also like the neck was the longest mm-hmm. too. So it and was they like, just weighed an ungodly amount. Like they were just yeah monstrous creatures. And, and they would walk into fucking Burning Man like with their neck like dick upright, and they mm-hmm. would like blub, 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 with their necks like mm-hmm. like a fucking air noise. And until one mm-hmm. of them would be like, "Yeah, I'll fight you," and then they would fucking bash their heads together until one of them died or something. And it was yeah, fucking pretty great. <laughs> it was like. I realized that there. So, like when I was in the second grade, uh, no, first grade, I borrowed a book from a teacher that I still have because I, I'm you pretty sure borrow it from the teacher. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, to borrow it. I kept. I stole it. I mean, I guess you could. All I mean, you, you can know, give it back. Still. It. You can give it back yeah. at any time. Right. Yeah, yeah, it. right. Anyway, uh, it was called Dinosaur Cousins. And so for years, <laughs> they the fucking, way that I understood evolution was they, they there would fucked. be a picture of like uh, a, a brontosaurus on one side of the page and a giraffe on the other. And it would be like, look, these things are the same. And it's like when you get to like even <laughs> freshman level biology, you're like, the fuck they are. They're absolutely completely different creatures. Totally different evolutionary strains. It's just that their necks were long. Right. They just right. had long necks. And so like right. I'm sitting here, you're talking to me about this, and and because that was a seed planted in my brain so long ago that I can't shake it, I'm like, why didn't they fight like giraffes fight? <laughs> or they just wing their necks really hard against each it other. It wasn't well, necessarily they, unlike well, that. Well they, they they do they do fight like giraffes fight. Oh, okay. It's, I just yeah. giraffes don't usually bash their heads against each other. Well they it's do. All it's action. it's that too. But they they basically fight like giraffes where they end up like twisting their neck around. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. Then they untwist it and then they neck sack, neck sack, neck sack, and then boom, they twist and their then, fucking necks around again. And then and then, then, and then stab them with your sharp thumb. Oh yeah, they've got yeah. Yeah, they got a sharp right. thumb He's, now. They got they have sharp thumbs. <laughs> They're incredible creatures, just not us in the sharp thumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What a band. Right? I'd listen to them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that's prehistoric planet. You I should watch it. Nick, you really good. Had thought about it's it really is good. I feel like it I just really did. What oh, a okay. gorgeous synopsis. Yeah, he just thought it all over himself. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I love the concept and the idea that we're getting this while David Attenborough is still alive is just yeah. clutch. And it's, what's funny, it's honestly the show that like so I don't know if you guys ever watched Walking with Dinosaurs. It was also put out by the BBC, but yeah. it was put out by the BBC whenever I was like a wee babby child. Right. It was back when they thought dinosaur was how dinosaurs looked. Yeah, yeah. It, like yeah. Dinosaur the Disney movie. Yeah. Uh, and it was entirely animatronic and it was pretty similar to like exactly this, though I think over like a grander period of time. Um, and it, it brought all of like, this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted walking with dinosaurs with new technology in David Attenborough. And like, this is like the holy trinity of those things. Nice. Yeah. The mirepoix. Yes. Wow. Yep. Dinosaur mirepoix. Well, on that note, we should probably stop while we're ahead. <laughs> Nick, what are you getting on this week, man? Mm. Honestly, yes. uh, it'll be mm-hmm. it'll be the teaser for next week. I my only TV, the only TV I have watched in the last five days is episode one and two of Stranger Things season four. Okay. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lukewarm geek, but it's what I've got. Oh, I don't think so. So, uh, Joseph, what do you got for us? 
Well, I uh, feel like I haven't been on the show in a while because I wasn't here last week. Uh, the season finale for season two of The Owl House was this last weekend. Um, and it was pretty good. Um, the biggest problem I have with it is that they, uh, the Disney Channel has decided they don't want to really continue with the show. Oh. So instead of a full third season, we're only getting three 45-minute specials. Which, like, don't get me wrong, is better than nothing. Um, but it was really good. A lot of cool lore stuff right at the end. And I'm mad that I have to wait until the specials come out to see whatever happens to our to these characters that I love. So, uh, we all, once again, we, highly recommend if you got kids. Sorry, Joe. We watched the first episode uh, over the weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's uh, if you okay. like Gravity Falls, you'll Ooh. love it. I mean, you'll love it. Whew. I'm so glad you liked it. <laughs> no, we liked it. We liked it. And the girls loved it. So that yeah. was cool. It's it's yeah. uh, geared for them. It's their show. It is. It is very much so, I would say. But um, but yeah, it's, I, I really enjoyed it. It's a really fun show. And uh, the um, the last few episodes have been particularly good. And this one, it, it, it was as good as the other ones. The problem is, is that it's just. They can't, you know, they got to leave some, some, some threads to tie up in the, uh, the specials. So sure. it's just like, you know, <sighs> hate waiting, hate waiting. I, we live in the age of bingeable television. Why are you making me wait? Why, why are you <laughs> making me wait? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ryan, let's go to you. You usually don't go second to last. Um, okay. So let's. Let's baby step the geek cast of ayahuasca trip, right? So let's okay. let's start with what I did over Memorial Day weekend, which was go to the Bourbon Trail. Um, mm. uh, Natalie and I took a uh, much needed uh, just her and I trip somewhere. And uh, Jordan, my cousin's husband, Martin, turned 40 and her birthday was also this weekend. So they... They organized a bourbon trail trip. We were lucky enough to be invited. We went down there with all their friends and it's a really cool place. It's not what I expected the bourbon trail to be, I guess. I think there's a major opportunity for people to make money and they're just not. Uh, and I guess that bothers me. But uh, it was cool to experience bourbons I haven't had. Um, I'd only been to one distillery in the past, which was Jim Beam. And I loved I loved it there. Um, we went to. Uh, uh, Buffalo Trace, Bullet, Jephthah Creed, uh, Heaven Hill, and Castle and Key, and Woodford. So we we uh, we rented a like a party bus that drove us around for a day. Um, really cool time. If you guys haven't gone, I'd love to go back with you because there's plenty of distillers I haven't gone to, and a ton of stuff I would have experienced differently. I think if I could be, um, don't give me free reign. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed a weekend with my wife. Totally. My wife doesn't drink bourbon. So mm. it was a kind of I felt selfish uh, and I felt, you know, I kept wanting to make sure she was having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, I, if I went with some people that were just were there to drink bourbon, I think it'd be a pretty cool experience. But uh, no, it was really awesome. And they seriously, you'd think and maybe. Why there's not an actual trail. I mean, you can Google anything that's like. I want to see all the top 20 major cities in the United States, but make it a road trip. You can find a map. Right. Are you telling me you can't find a, a trail that actually takes you past every distillery from Louisville to Lexington? Of like course, through you the can. woods or like you can you can Appalachian trail the motherfucker. I mean, I don't care if there's like an actual the dream. like if there's an actual trail or if there's a. Like, just if you take these roads, you'll drive past all of them. Sure, it takes you 13 hours, but if you wanted to actually travel the Bourbon Trail, you could. I don't think that exists. And if it does, they're not advertising it. Wait, that's not yeah. how it is? No, I thought it was. The Bourbon Trail isn't an actual trail. It's just a region in the United States where there's a bunch of distilleries. Mm. Okay. That's yeah, right, right. So that was underwhelming to me. Yeah. And so was like, I think that like when you went to your first distillery, no matter what it was, you'd be given like a bourbon trail passport. 
Yeah. That would that is like the same passport that all of the distilleries agree to use. Right. And it's just a way to drive business to everybody. Right. Well, it doesn't even it just has to have the same number of pages, right? Like you'd want. Yeah. Yeah. You could get like you could get get the, the, the Jim Beam passport passport. If you started at Jim Beam to get your passport, you'd get the Jim Beam passport. But if you showed up at Jim Beam with the castle and key passport, they'd still stamp their Jim Beam stamp inside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It'd be cool to say like, yeah, I've been to every distillery on the bourbon trail. And then make it a thing like, do you want to call yourself an official bourbon trail distillery? You're going to pay money for it. Yeah. I And maybe these things exist. Right. But if they do, they're not pushing them, and they fucking should be, because it's a license to mint pussy. Yeah. So I just think that that's, that mm. was the underwhelm for me. The bourbon was great, because bourbon's great. Don't right. need to talk about that. Castle and Key's really cool if you've never been there. E.H. Uh, e. Taylor, which is a brand that is owned by Buffalo Trace, and it's actually a really good bourbon that I've never had, that I had this weekend that was awesome. He was a colonel in the United States Army, went overseas and fell in love with castles and Roman bathhouses. So he uh, came back to Kentucky and built a castle facade, and inside of it were all the fermenters and stills. And then he also built a Roman bathhouse. Nice. Yeah. Fucking rad. And so you pull up in fucking beautiful Kentucky, and you all of a sudden, here's this huge European castle and a Roman bathhouse. <laughs> It's fucking cool as shit. That's some big dick energy. It's big dick energy. So that's what I've been geeking on. Uh, Rob, how about yourself? Uh, so I have been geeking on uh, a new game that I've been playing called Project Zomboid. And it is the most in-depth Walking Dead simulator that you could probably get uh, in like a RuneScape skin. Like, I I don't know how to describe it better than that. It's got a lot of incredible, like, uh, mechanics in it, like, for, for, like, actual mechanics, like repairing uh, houses, cars. There's carpentry, there's cooking, there's, like, a huge list of, like, skill sets that you can delve into. And all of them, like, genuinely do make the game play differently and additionally, like, help you better survive uh, in this world. And, uh... It takes place in some place called Knox, Kentucky, or Knox County, Kentucky, and uh, it's it's really cool. Uh, it's a it's a great zombie survival sim. Uh, you can play it with friends. I've got a server that I've been hosting with a couple of my buddies, and we've been dicking around in it. Uh, you die a lot. You get like just absolutely shit wrecked by zombies constantly, and occasionally there will be this like helicopter that'll come around like just seemingly out of nowhere and it'll shine a spotlight on you and then every zombie and like miles radius will just start flocking to your direction and if you're anywhere close to the place that you've been setting up as a base your base is fucked and there's all sorts of resources to collect uh i know on some of the open servers where like there are other people playing it uh, people kind of divide up into like groups and stuff. So you've got like all sorts of other people like that are working as like a survivor community or raiders or just general griefers who are walking around leading hordes of zombies to people's houses. Uh, it's a really cool game. And I think it's uh, I- I've only like just started scratching the iceberg on it. I've played it for probably a couple of days now. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. So, I mean, if you're ever interested in trying a zombie survival game with an ungodly amount of mechanics that you will undoubtedly die time and time again uh, while playing uh, Project Zomboy. Definitely worth it. I'm in. Did I miss where you found that? Is it stream? Is it Uh, PC? uh, It it is uh, available on Steam and and I'll have to double check. I think it's technically early access right now, so it might be coming out for other systems. Let me take a look. Look, uh, looks like it is currently just uh, PC, Microsoft, OS X, and Linux. Red. Well, if you liked if you liked what you heard and you want to hear more of it, you can uh, always find us 
uh, on whatever podcast app you want to listen to. Uh, you know, give us five stars. Tell us your Mount Rushmore of dinosaurs. Uh, real or fake? Ooh, I like that. Uh, if you want to tell us other things, you can always do so on any of the socials. Twitter, Facebook, all of that shit. All you have to do is search GeekCast Live. And you can also check out the website that I made at VinylPress.com. You did make that. You also made the one we found earlier. I also today. made the one that we found. Good for you, Robert. Hot diggity damn. Uh, if you want to fund our ayahuasca adventures, you can do so over at patreon.com slash geekcast live. Uh, and if you want to fund it indirectly, you can do so over at gcldeathreadless.com. And we will absolutely <laughs> live stream our ayahuasca adventures. Dude, yeah. can you imagine the 100%. It, the live stream of our Avatar Beach Clay adventure? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, eat your heart out. We're breaking the internet. <laughs> also, the other way to send us on an ayahuasca adventure is to buy uh, koozies, hats, beach towels, skateboards. Yep. From gcl.threadless.com. GCL.threadless.com. Where? GCL.threadless.com. Mm-hmm. Call your grandparents. See you in hell. Donkey shame. Blue. Vote blue. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumbled to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds, I don't know if that's their official website, that might be porn, Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower. <laughs> That's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that, Charleston? Uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from Thereaways. Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.